Hey guys, it's Heather from Kettle of a Plan, and this is my podcast, Planning a Life I Love. This show is focused on how paper, stickers, and pens can help you plan your life into one full of all the things you love most. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Planning a Life I Love. I'm so excited about today's episode because today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite forms of planning. We're going to be talking about memory planning. And when it was time for me to pick someone to like bring on the show for memory planning, I was like, who am I going to bring? And then I, I just knew like we have to have Michelle from Plan On It. So she has joined us. I'm so excited to talk to you today, Michelle. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Heather. Thank you for inviting me to be on the show. I'm super excited. I'm so excited to talk to you. So I like to always start off by having my guests introduce themselves because I'm sure a lot of our listeners already know who you are, but if they don't, I, I like them to just get a little bit of an introduction. So if you'll just tell our listeners like who you are, what you do, all the basic things that someone should know about Michelle. Okay. Hi, uh, my name is Michelle McCollum and I'm 52 years old. I am a, a happy planner, first and foremost. I've been married for about 10 years, and I've got a daughter that is almost 24 and a son that's 22. But coming up March and April, they have birthdays. Awesome. And, and then I've got three wiener dogs. Oh. <laughs> I've, um, I have, um, over, over the, year, the past few years, I've, I've worked in retail management, mostly in like clothing and makeup, like I worked at the limited for years and then Sephora bare minerals. And recently, like back in 2018, toward the end of the year, I decided that I was going to stop working full time and go back to school as I went to school originally at, it was called Memphis state. I'm, I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee now live in Oklahoma near Tulsa. And I decided that I wanted to go back to school to pursue nursing. And this was, this was toward the end of 2018, beginning of 2019. And then I kind of got into it a little bit. I, I took a few prerequisites to get into the program and I wasn't as super excited as I thought it was going to be. So, and then I applied to the happy planner squad again, this was my second year and I got accepted. And I know people will think that's, that's silly to put anything on hold for that. But I was so, so excited. And I wanted to just, I wanted to give that 100%. And we also had a couple of trips planned, like vacations. This was before all the restrictions and COVID started and everything. So I thought, well, I'm just going to take the year off and I'm just going to do, do me, do my thing. And so I did that. And within doing that, I kind of realized that I, I didn't want to do what I thought I wanted to do because it took me years to even realize, to even make a decision. I even when back when I went to school, uh, college out of high school, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just took some general education courses and, you know, I was kind of winging it and just kind of put it on hold. And so I realized then that that, that was not the path I wanted to pursue. So uh, I mean, I'll save, I'll save the rest of this for a future question, but I, I found my passion, you know, what I love to do. Yeah. Yeah. So where can our listeners find you on social media? Okay. They can find me on Instagram at plan on it, which is plan underscore on underscore it. And whenever I created this account, I just kind of thought of a name, you know, I thought, well, 
this will be good. I, I've often thought, well, I would like to change that. But, you know, I feel like I'm set, you know, in my yeah. ways and that, that I need to keep it that way. But it's plan underscore on underscore it. And then on YouTube, it's plan on it with no underscores. Okay. And I do have a, I have a tiny TikTok account if anyone wants to follow okay. me. I'll be sure I'll be sure to link all of your accounts in the in the show notes so that if anyone is listening and doesn't follow you they can easily click it and find you on social media. So, why don't you tell us let's start out by having you tell us your planner story. When did you start using a planner and how did you join the online planner community? Okay, I start I've, I've been using a planner for for eons like for as long as I can remember. And it wasn't always a fancy planner. Sometimes it was like a a little target planner, but I just took pride in flipping through that and seeing, even though I didn't have stickers, I just like to write in it. So I've, I've loved planning for as long as I can remember. And in 20, I say 2015, I started with, I, I decided I wanted a good planner, a, a decorative planner with stickers and everything. Yeah. And so I started with an Erin Condren. I know, surprise, surprise, but, but I, I started with that originally and I had one for a couple of years, actually started in 2016, 2015, I mean, and, um, so, so then I really started to get into the stickers and everything. And I thought, you know, Instagram was kind of getting to be pretty popular. So I thought I'm going to, I'm going to just research some hashtags. I'm going to see if there's any other people that like this, this crazy thing as much as I do. <laughs> That's actually how I found it too, because I, at the time, I, I was an instructional technology specialist, and so part of my job was social media. So I was like really into hashtags. And that's actually how I found it all too, was I searched. I was like, I wonder if there's anything on the happy planner hashtag. And that's like where I found it all. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. So when I started searching, I found, I found more, I found some Erin Condren planners, but more happy planners. And that's when I, the, the light sort of uh, exposed itself. I'm like, Oh my gosh, the happy planners where it's at. So yeah. I, I went, I went and got a happy planner and I started actually when I started my account, I, I still had an Aaron Condren, but I quickly switched over to happy planner because of all these stickers. And the, the main thing is like the planner community. I mean, the support and all the friends, everybody's so welcoming. I mean, as yeah. soon as I started an account and it, it's been a long time and I wasn't, hundred percent into it. You know, I just post here and there, you know, just, it was just kind of a fun thing. My husband was going through some health issues and we were on a trip for him to have a surgery a couple of, for a couple of weeks. And I was in the hotel room basically, and also taking care of him. So I thought what better time than now than, than to start this account. You know, I've got nothing but time on my hands. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so if you had to choose, do you love coils like from Erin Condren or discs more? Oh my God. I love discs so much more. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I, 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 when, when I find, found out about when I, when I didn't know about the happy planner, I didn't, I didn't literally didn't know. And I found out that they had interchangeable covers at the, um, at Erin Condren. I thought, Oh God, this is so cool. I can switch out my cover. And then yeah. when I found the happy planner, I thought, I can switch oh out my, my gosh, cover. I can, I can change whatever. I can switch out everything. <laughs> I can change I can everything here. Yeah. It's so funny because before the Happy Planner was a thing, I never had an Aaron Condren. I mean, I have now, but at the time I had never had one, but I always wanted one. Like I knew tons of people who use Aaron Condren planners, but to me, I would like look at the price of them and I would be like, I would never spend that on a planner. Like, 
And yes. now, like, I spend that kind of money on planners without even thinking about it. But, but I just remember back then, I was like, no. And then when I found the happy planner, even with the happy planner, I, like, wouldn't buy it until I had a 60% off coupon at Michael's. And then I, oh, I yeah. and then my husband, I was like, they, they have a 60% off coupon. Should I get it? And my husband was like, would you just buy the freaking planner? Like, I'm tired of talking about it. So I, I think I, I read that about your, your coming up story or whatever about it. Just buy the planner. Yeah. You know you want it. Just buy it. He was like, it's 60% <laughs> off. Just buy it. Like, it's little not going to be any that. cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> But that 60% off coupon cost us a lot of money in the long run. Because I've spent a lot of money on planners since then. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Right, so now that we kind of know, like, the basics of your planner story, I like to kind of talk about the theme of my podcast for a few minutes. And so the title of my podcast is Planning a Life I Love. And I just love to talk about how using a planner helps you to plan for the things that you love in life and getting more of those things into your life. So when you hear the phrase planning a life I love, what does that mean to you? Okay. Well, at, at first when someone hears planning, 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 they think, Oh God, all she's ever doing is planning. She's not enjoying life, you know, in the moment, but having the hustle and bustle of everyday life organized so that it's laid out for you and you can, you don't have to think about when's that appointment? When do I need to do this? When do I need to do that? you can you can really enjoy the here and now and in the moment more so yeah. i feel like that's that's the main thing and then another thing is having that creativity that comes with it with decorative planning as we call it but i i feel like that is something i never knew that i needed yeah. I, I mean always throughout my life i've had a little bit of a creative outlet but i never made the connection until recently right. like within the past 5 or 10 5 years i'll say that i i really need that and want that and, and, and it's come in different, in different forms throughout the years, but this, I, I truly, I crave time to, to create and just sit down and plan. And I feel like this really does contribute to planning a life I love as far as also being organized, but being able to give me a creative outlet. I feel like as creative people, we like, like, I've always been a creative person, but I never really realized that I needed a creative outlet that I like needed it, that my soul like craved it until yeah. I started planning. And then when I'm planning, because of the type of planning that we, we do is more decorative and creative. It's like, it finally clicked in me that like, I'm not just like, yes, I'm planning and I'm organizing my life, but it's also like me getting to pour out my creativity. And I never realized how much I really needed it until I was doing it on a regular basis. So exactly. I yeah. So when you plan, what areas in your life do you focus on in order to plan a life you love? What are like the different things you plan for? Uh, well, pretty much everything. I mean, there's, there's the kind of like the household tasks, the everyday, the wellness slash fitness, which kind of comes and goes. I mean, you know, we're better at some, sometimes at fitness than we are at others, but social media, the, the memory planning, but everything, all, all of it plays a part in the the whole circle of planning a happy life yeah um so what are some ways that using your planner has changed your life planning by giving me so many ways to express my creativity where it be whether it be journaling memory keeping making a random sheet to track something like I, like my clothing purchases or my nail nail polish colors or whatever I feel like it's it's something I truly enjoy and that's helped me really realize that that is something that that I enjoy yeah. Yeah. I love that answer. 
So now that we kind of know the basics about you and your planner life, every episode I like to dive into a different topic. So your topic that we're going to be digging into is memory planning, because I know you've been using a memory planner for a while. So before we kind of get into like the specifics of your memory planning, not all of the guests, we may have people listening that are like, what is memory planning? What is Heather even talking about? So can you yeah. explain what is memory planning and like, what is it to you? Okay, it's kind of like a diary, like an old school diary where you used to write down how, how you're feeling or everything, uh, but with pictures to include the little and big things of everyday life. So it could be something as small as a trip to the store in the morning that you do every day or, or something that's a regular a constant in your life to picking up the kids from school. It's, it's anything to document that little time in your life that's going to make you remember you know, bring you back to that time with the picture and the journaling. I feel like that is what memory keeping is all about. Just documenting the teeny tiny little moments yeah. as well as the big. I, I totally agree with that. When I, I haven't memory, I haven't used a memory planner in like a year, but when I was memory planning, I feel like that is like when I flip back on my memory planners, those little memories is what is, it's like so fun to see those because big memories, like when you go to Disneyland, like you're going to remember that. No, you may not right. remember every little thing, but you're going to remember that. But it's like the little things that happen during your normal days that you aren't going to remember. And so that's what I loved about memory planning. It's just mm -hmm. like a way to document those little normal activities that you wouldn't remember otherwise. Right. So when did you start memory planning and did you scrapbook like in the scrapbooking days or did you just like jump into memory planning recently? I did scrapbook before, and it was kind of on an on and off kind of thing. But I, I started memory planning, and I have 2017 through today uh, consistently. So I love having those. Was what is that? Four years and yeah. plus, yeah. And, and but I definitely did did do scrapbooking before, and I feel like scrapbooking is a little bit more overwhelming. I don't know why, but it's it's just like. I don't know. It's such a production. And with yeah. your memory planner, you can just put your pictures down, write down. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, just write down how you were feeling. Well, and I feel like with a scrapbook, I don't know if this is how you scrapbook, but my, my mom was really big into scrapbooking and then I would do it with her a lot when I was a kid. And I feel like with scrapbooking, it was almost like you would scrapbook the big events, like big things that happened. You would make yes. scrapbook these big elaborate pages about it, but you weren't necessarily documenting like your day to day things. And so I think that's why scrapbooking can, can kind of feel a little more overwhelming because you're only looking at the big things and you want to be like capturing these big elaborate events. But then with memory planning, it's more like I read this book today, so I'm going to take a picture of it. That's nothing. I drank this cup of coffee today, so I'm going to take a picture of it. Like it's just the little things. Of course you can put the big things in there as well, but for the most part, it's going to be those little things. And I think that's why it may not be as overwhelming. At least that's how it was for me. Definitely. Because with scrapbooking, it's like uh, weddings, birthdays, graduations, you know, proms, all those kind of things. And, and, and then you might not, you might have like a three or four month segment where nothing goes on. You're like, yeah. well, what was I doing during that time? Let me try to think back. Um, well, we had the graduation here, you know, but, but with memory 
housekeeping. You just, you have all those little things laid out for you and you can just revisit them at any time. And I, I swear, you just, you just go back to that one little place in time. Yeah. You remember taking that photo of your, your, your pedicure or whatnot. Yeah, Whatever you do. You really do. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, I, I can remember that day. And it's, and that's really crazy. So I think that at least when I was memory planning, one of the questions I got all the time was how do you keep up with it? And so how often would you say that you work in your memory planner? I, I used to, uh, sometimes I go through phases where I'll do it every week consistently, but sometimes if I have a little bit more going on, I'll do, I'll let a couple of weeks accumulate and I don't like to get more than, than a month behind because then it yeah. does feel a little bit overwhelming. But the good thing is if I ever do get that far behind, I feel like if I look at that picture, it's going to take me back and they're, they're right. in my phone. They're dated, you know? Right. So it's, it's easy to recall once you get back into it. So I would say every, every week slash every other week, just depending on what I've got going on. It is nice that our phones like keep it all so organized for us. So we don't have to yeah. remember, like, what day was that? Oh, just let me look at my phone. It's got the day and the time. Like, yes, it's nice that phones help us <laughs> a little bit with the memory keeping. So yeah. when you, when you memory plan, what are some things that you put in your memory planner? What kinds uh, of memories? Li literally anything and everything. It could be, okay, obviously a birthday or like I said, a wedding graduation, but on weeks when there's not much going on, I, I will look at my phone and I'll even look at Instagram or Snapchat and see what was I tagged in a post for what am I doing now? And, and I'll, I'll literally yeah. screenshot that. Yeah. And because, because it, it was a little moment in your day, you're going to remember this was what I was doing now. Yeah. And so just, just anything and everything, it could be the tiniest things. And I've had people say to me that, Oh, well, I don't have any, all I do is stay at home with my newborn mm -hmm. son or whatever. Those, that's the best. I mean, you could just take pictures of his feet or you playing the game or whatever, you know, just the little bitty things that are going to make you remember. Yeah. And, and I used to tell people that when I was memory planning, I really need to get back to it. My memory planner was my husband's favorite planner. And if you bring it up to him, he, he's like real bitter about the fact that I haven't <laughs> done it. Like he's, he loves them and he's like real bitter about it. So, but when I was memory planning all the time, um, people would always tell me, well, I don't live an exciting life. I don't have anything to put in my planner. And so I would always tell people like, you don't, you don't have to have an exciting life, uh, an exciting life. I mean, memory planning, like we've said several times already is all about documenting the little things. So I would do things like if me and Matthew were binge watching a show, I would like go, I'd go online and like look up the little graphic for the show and I'd print it. Yeah. Or if I was reading a book, I'd print out the cover of the book. Or if I was getting a pedicure, I'd take a picture of my toes or a picture of my Starbucks. Like it doesn't have to be these big elaborate things. And so it is, sometimes it can feel like, okay, you tell me to memory keep the little things, but what are the little things? And in that aspect, I always like to tell people like, if you were going to record a day in the life of yourself, what little things would you take pictures of? And then that is what you could do for your memory planner. Obviously you wouldn't need like a whole day's worth, but it's just exactly. the little things. Yeah. yeah, something that tells the story of that day. And, and I want to interject here that you, wh whenever I first started memory keeping, you were the hugest inspiration to me. <laughs> you, you were like consistent memory keeping. And I, and I know you did for a long time. Yes, and I did. Sorry, sorry to Matthew that you're not doing it yet, but I'm sure you'll get back to it because I know you love it. 
Well, and one of my goals was to do it in 2021. I was like, I'm going to start in 2021. Yeah, I haven't. It's just like, I feel like life is so busy right now. And my problem is with memory keeping, I'm the kind of person that like, I want to do it every week. I want to memory keep that week at the end of the week. So I don't forget. And I fill in my planner and that's just like, my obsessive part, I guess. And so yeah. then when I, when I don't have time, it like stresses me out. And then I'm like, memory keeping shouldn't be stressing me out. It should be fun. So then I'm just not going to do it. Like I'm yeah. crazy. So, um, no, that's how I feel too. I, sometimes I will set it to the side until I feel like I want to do it because I, I love doing it. And I know right. that that will come back. You know, I'm, I'm busy. I don't want to do that right now. I definitely will find a time when I love to do it. Like I've got a couple of stacks of pictures on my desk right yeah. now. And that's, that's, I used to tell people that too, because people used to always be like, Heather, you haven't filmed a memory keeping video in a while and I want to see it. And a lot (laughs) of times I would say, no, memory keeping is my time when I do it for me. And so I would try to only film like one a month because I really wanted it to be like fun and not work. And, but now I just haven't even done it. I really need to get back. (laughs) And if you ask Matthew, he'll be like, yeah, she quit memory. Like he's real better about me. So maybe someday, someday I will pick it up again. Maybe when life well, calms down a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel about it too. Like it, it shouldn't be a chore. And just, yeah, just like Matthew loves to, and everyone knows Matthew. He's Mr. Phil <laughs> of a plan. But, but Dale, my husband loves, loves, loves to look at it too. And sometimes just for kicks, you know, I'll pull it out. If we're having a date night at home and it's just so much fun. It's just like a little it walk is. down memory lane. And I love that it's a planner that other family members want to look at too. Like it's, you're not doing it just for you. Like other people are kind of invested in it too. And so that's all, because Matthew could care less about my other planners. I don't think Matthew has ever looked at any of my other planners, (laughs) but my memory planners, he loves them. And so it is, that is something kind of cool that like, it's, it's a planner that other people care about too. Right. So we've kind of talked a few times about how you try to do it like every week, every two weeks, but sometimes, you know, you get backed up, which is obviously normal. But when that happens, how do you keep track of the things that you want to put in your memory planner, but you just don't have time to put them yet? So how do you keep track of that? I feel like, again, with the with the whole the the photos being dated on your phone, it's like it's like a digital timestamp. So I, all I have to do is open up my phone or look at the pictures I printed or the pictures I want to print. And looking at that particular photo is going to take me back to that exact moment. And I'm going to remember, you know, enough about that day or what that was what what was going on that particular time to journal or, you know, to put that photo in there. So yeah. the, the picture really tells the story. Yeah. How often, speaking of photos, how often do you print your photos? Especially like if you know you're not going to memory play in that week, do you like go ahead and print your photos or do you wait and print them all when you sit down to memory plan or how do you handle that? It It's kind of like an as needed kind of, or as I feel like it kind of thing. I, I might, a lot of times I'll do it every week. I, I like, that's what the way I like it the best to have them printed out every week. But if I don't, you know, I'll print them out a couple of weeks at a time and just date them on the back, put them yeah. in a little stack until I get ready. That's a good idea. How do you print your photos? I print, uh, everyone asks me this and I feel like, you know, I should have some more advanced kind of high tech way to print my photos, but I, I really just resize them and print them to Walgreens and yeah, go pick them up. That's, that's it's, honestly one of the easiest ways to do it. That's how I used to do it for a long time because 
the, it's so easy because you just you can resize them like in a photo collage app and then send them to Walgreens and pick them up when you need them and you don't have to mess with it. Like sometimes it's yeah. harder when you're trying to print them at home. It can be harder to like pull out your printer and get out the photo paper and it just feels like a and, whole big thing. Yeah, or make sure you have the photo paper. Oh, yeah. I'm out of the photo paper or I don't have this, but Walgreens is always there. And if and you honestly, live in the a quality, the quality of Walgreens <laughs> photos is yes. so better. Like if it's, it's so much better. If you flip through my memory planners, you could probably like pick out, oh, these are the weeks Heather printed at Walgreens because the photos like still look good and they're not yeah. grainy at all. And it's just better quality. It really is. Right. And there's a Walgreens almost on every corner. Unless you live in a super rural part of the country and you're way out in the middle of nowhere, there, there is literally one within a couple of minutes of my house. So it's the, also, the photo quality is always there little tip Walgreens almost always has a photo coupon too so like yeah like don't I ever pay full price you could just google Walgreens photo coupon and they almost always have some kind of deal on their photos so. they they literally do I, I have a, a YouTube video on that because you, you, if you have the Walgreens app there's almost always a coupon in the app yeah but and it might be 30% off but it's just it's like you said if you google Walgreens photo coupon you can get 50% off mm -hmm. which either way it's not going to be a lot but it's, right a savings is a savings and yeah. that's always welcome yeah and, I mean I always get excited whether I'm saving a penny or I'm <laughs> saving a hundred dollars I'm like Same. <laughs> yeah. <And a> penny. <laughs> so how do you remember or how did you make it a habit to take photos of these little small moments throughout the day. So, so I guess my question is twofold. Like how do you remember to do it? And then how did you make that a habit to remember to do it? Do you just, is that just something you've always done or? I've always loved photos, even back in the day, like I was, I graduated in 87. So back in the day when we had the little cameras where you took the picture and you developed the film or whatever, I've always loved pictures, but it, sometimes it is like, I do have to kind of think, well, I need to take a picture. I look at my camera roll and I'm like, I haven't taken hardly any pictures this week, but it is ingrained to me uh, in me to some extent. But a lot of times, like I said, I'll look back on my Instagram stories, even text people have sent me. My husband yeah. sometimes will send me a picture of the dogs or something or himself, you know, on a business trip, my friends doing something funny, you know, and just collect those screenshot it, save it to, to your photos. And then you've got, you got photos for that week. And sometimes even when you, when you don't have as many photos, you sometimes if I just have a few photos, I will dedicate a whole page to one event. Like I had a girl's night out or a birthday dinner, or I don't know, just, just anything, a dog's birthday. You know, it doesn't have yeah. to be anything, anything grand. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I, someone was on my show. I think it might've been Natasha when she was on and she said that her, if it wasn't Natasha, sorry, but whoever it was said that their husband is really good at taking photos that she always forgets, but her husband always takes photos of everything they're doing. So she just likes to steal his phone a lot and then get the photos from him. And, and yeah. I was like, 
I do. I did that a lot when I was memory planning with my nieces and nephews. Cause I'm like obsessed with my nieces and nephews, but three oh, of they're them, they're so cute. They're my, they're <laughs> the best, but three of them don't live near me. And so I don't get to see them as often. And so I would just go to my sister-in-law's Instagrams or Facebooks and I'd be like, what photos have they posted this week? And I would just steal photos of my nieces and nephews. And put yes. Later too. So <laughs> They, yeah. they weren't even mine, but I wanted them in my planner. So, I mean, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't go steal photos from like a random person. That would be weird. No. Family members. No. <laughs> Family members is good. <laughs> yeah. So, because, yeah, it's all relative. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we've kind of already, t- the next question was, what do you take photos of? But I feel like we've kind of already answered that question. So, I'm going to go on to the next one that says, how has your memory planning changed through the years? Like, how have you kind of found your style and what you like and stuff like that? I feel like it's, it's with any form of creativity, like you, you just evolve and you grow and you learn things along the way. Like for when I found out that you were going to invite me on to do this podcast, I pulled out my memory planners from 2017, 2018 back and the, they still brought me so much joy, but I see the photos are dark. Uh, I, I was using a Polaroid zip, which if that works for you, that's great. But I mean, I've just, I've learned ways that that'll make my photos brighter and to, to showcase the photos and, you know, journal about things that, that matter and not use. So a lot of times too, I had a lot of receipts and documentation, like with, with scrapbooking that comes with that. Yeah. Like you want to keep the program, you want to keep the receipt, you want to keep yeah, the, the concert ticket. ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's all fine and good and everything. But the main thing that's, that's going to matter in the end to me is the pictures and, yeah. and a little bit of journaling to go with it. And sometimes that's not even necessary. A picture will jog my memory, you know, more than anything. But I feel like that it's evolved with style and with learning things and also not not keeping so many tidbits that are going to bulk up my memory planner where I can't even open it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the case with any planning. Like if I were to go back to my first regular planner, it's hilarious because I was, my style has changed (laughs) so much. And if I was to go back to my first memory planner, it, it has changed so much too. My first memory planner, I would just printed photos on my computer, on my printer here at home, on regular printer paper. Like I wasn't even using photo paper. And like some of the weeks you could tell, like I was almost out of ink. So the photos looked real bad, (laughs) but it's like, it was, I had just started out and I didn't really care back then. But it's like you said, like, as you go, you kind of learn more about the quality and how to make it better and how to make it you just, you just improve as you do it. So, and that's true with any kind of right. But yeah, but you, you totally still appreciate your efforts and you oh, can still yeah, for sure. appreciate the, the memories and the moments, but it, it is fun to go back and look. I would love to see your first memory planner. Oh, maybe I, I should pull it see. out and like do a flip through because it's, <laughs> yeah. it was my first memory planner was classic sized and later uh-huh. I moved to big. So my first memory planner is the only one I ever did in classic and I would just print the photos and on the monthly every month, I would print one photo from my Instagram feed. So it's actually kind of cool because I can just flip through the monthlies and see like my Kell of a Plan photos from like, and that was back in like 2017. Oh, like, yeah. It might have even been 2016. I would need <laughs> to go see what year, but it's, so it is fun to look at, but like the photos are really bad quality, but that's okay. Cause that's all I knew back then. I didn't have a Polaroid zip or a Canon selfie or anything like that. I just had my printer. And so I just made exactly. do what I had. 
I've done that too. Just totally tried to resize it the best I can and print it out on regular paper and it's a little bit grainy. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you live and you learn, so that's okay. Exactly. Um, I want to tell you one more thing though, that, that really inspired me was you posted your photo a day with the circle punch. Uh-huh. And I, uh-huh. I, I still do that to this day. And every time I do, people are like, Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. But when I saw yours, I thought that was so cool. And it doesn't have to be like a photo a day. Like it, maybe everything didn't happen on one, two, three, four, yeah, but it, yeah. it all happened during that month. Yeah, but yeah. I love those are those are some of my favorites, like the monthly yeah. spreads to go back and look at and just punch a and, bunch of pictures. And I feel like if someone's listening and they're like, "What is memory planning? What are they even talking about?" And now they're kind of like, <laughs> "I want to try this." What I think that honestly, starting in your monthly is a really good place to start because yes. it might be really overwhelming to start a whole nother planner just for your memories. So what you could do is go to your monthly because a lot of people don't actually use their monthly. So if you if yeah. you're someone who doesn't use your monthly, just try printing out a photo a day that fits in your monthly. We, we like to punch them with a circle punch um, just because it makes it cute. It's also cute if you have like a hexagon punch or any yes. punch. Um, but then just try like taking a photo a day and putting it on your monthly view. And then if that, that can kind of get you in the habit of taking photos more often and then maybe after a couple of months of that, you'll be ready to tackle like an actual memory planner. But that's a really good like first step if you don't want to like jump right into it. So that's perfect. Yes. Or even like days you forget a photo, just jot down a memory. Like, yeah. oh, I don't know, whatever, something small that happened that make you remember that day. It doesn't have to be a photo a day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what is your favorite part of memory planning? My favorite part, I totally enjoy the process, everything about it, but my favorite part is looking back on it with friends and family because I'll yeah. have a girlfriend come over or my sister or my kids come over and because my kids are grown, they don't live here, but they uh, in this house with me, but they love to look back on the, the memory planners because yeah. they'll say, I, I don't even remember that picture. I don't remember that. And they, it's just so much fun. Yeah, that's, uh, that's probably one of my favorite things is when I walk into my, because Matthew will go into my office, he knows where the memory planners are, and he'll just be sitting <laughs> at the desk, flipping through them, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, just looking at what we were doing in 2018, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, so, that's, but, like, so cute. that's my favorite part, too, and that's honestly yes. why I, I want to get back into memory planning, because I know how much he loves it, but I just don't have time right now, so. Yeah, you're a busy lady. Speaking of time, how do you make time? to memory plan? I, I feel like it's, it's something that I love doing so much that it's, it's not even like I have to make time. Sometimes, yeah, yeah things will get in the way. And like I said, I'll stack up for a couple of weeks, but it's, it's almost like, it's like me time. You said people will ask like, when are you doing a memory keeping video? I'm like you, I'll do one, maybe, maybe once a month, if that, but it's, it's more like time for me to just create, mm -hmm. not have to have the camera on and wonder like, oh, am, I, am I in frame? Uh, can yeah. you hear me? I'm just creating just for the, the fun of it, you know, and it's yeah. just something that I enjoy. So I really don't have to carve out time, you know, even though sometimes it will, like I'll have to do a couple of weeks at a time. It's always fun when I get into it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just something, when you love something like that, you, it, you just you don't have to schedule it because you want to schedule it. You're like, when can I get this in? When can I do this? Cause it's something that you love. So I definitely get that. So, so we've kind of talked all about memory planning and Michelle has shared so many good tips with us. 
And I usually like to wrap up an episode with giving our listeners like tangible things that they can do. So like if, if, if we have someone listening who's never memory planned before and after hearing you talk about it, they've decided they want to start. What, what is a tip that you, or more than one, if you have more than one, but what is a tip that you might share with a listener who wants to start memory planning? Okay. Well, the main tip is going to be pictures don't have to be pictures from your camera roll. Like we mentioned, they, they can be totally from a friend's Instagram, a family member's Instagram, your text history, uh, a Snapchat or what am I doing now kind of post like an Instagram story. And you know, you can totally screenshot that and still get the same memory from it. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be something that you've taken a photo of and like, you know, edited and made this perfect photo photo out of. Yeah, I love that tip. And also remember that you're it's it's easy to compare yourself to other people. Like when you're first getting started, like, oh God, my memory planner doesn't look like their memory planner. Just remember your style is not going to be the same as everyone else's and your story is not going to be the same as everyone else's. So you've got you've got to just do you and do it how you want to do it. Because yeah. Really, when you look back at it, you're, you're the only one that's going to look back at it, you and your family and your friends. Yeah. So that, that is all that matters. And the smallest things are worth documenting. It doesn't yes. matter how small it is. If, if you say my life's not exciting, like, like someone told you and like someone's told me, it doesn't have to be. You know, Mm -hmm. take a picture of your groceries in the trunk. You know, you'll remember, hey, I picked up groceries because we couldn't go in the store because, you know, the COVID restrictions were going on or whatever, anything, you know? Yeah, Yeah. I love that. And I I love that, like, life is made of little moments. Like, when you look back on your life, life is made of little moments. Yes, life has big moments along the way, but life is mainly a bunch of little moments. And memory keeping just helps you to snapshot those so that you remember them longer than just, like the little moments are so easy to forget and memory planning just helps you to really grasp and hold them a little bit longer. And that's what I love. So Exactly. And it helps you, yeah, and it helps you to live in the moment. I mean, you might not, you know, when you're thinking, oh, I want to remember this, I want to take a photo of this, that it might cause you to slow down and say, I really want to feel this, you know, and remember this moment other than a photo. So it does help you to appreciate the little things a little bit more too. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on the show. I love chatting with you today. And I think our listeners are going to love this episode. Um, Can you remind everybody where they can find you on social media so they can go give you a follow if they aren't already? Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, I can be found on Instagram at plan underscore on underscore it. And my YouTube channel is plan on it. And I would love to have anybody that would like to stop by. Yeah. And I'll be sure to put all of those links in the show notes so that you can easily click it and find Michelle's accounts if you aren't already following her. So thanks guys for listening and we'll see you next week for another episode of planning a life I love. What are you waiting for? Grab that planner, those stickers, and those pens, and go start planning a life you love. I'll see you on the next episode. Happy planning!